Hello, welcome to Parents Go To OT Podcast. I'm your host, Kelsey Newman. I'm a pediatric occupational therapist, life coach, meltdown specialist, and theraparent advocate. I created Parents Go To OT because I realized that the number one thing holding kids back is that they are not able to receive therapy every day. Just imagine what it would be like if your child could receive therapy every day. Like I'm sure you've heard, it takes at least 21 days to develop a habit. And there's no better therapist for your child than you, the number one expert. This show is all about breaking the gap between parents and therapists to make occupational therapy common knowledge for all parents so you can start seeing faster therapy results. I'm going to teach you all of my OT secrets and give you valuable resources to start adding OT into your daily routine. So instead of meltdowns, tantrums, hyperactivity, and bouncing off the walls, you're going to start seeing a more calm, regulated, and focused child. My passion is to breed confidence and peace. That is my name to my website, Be Free OT, because I wanted to give parents freedom. I want you to feel freer, lighter, more alive, and more inspired. I will share powerful tools on how to feel and think like a therapist. I truly believe that parents make the best therapists because no one knows your child better than you. Join me today and let's break the gap between parents and therapists. Now, let's jump into the show. Hey there, it's Kelsey. Happy Friday. Welcome to Parents Go To OT Podcast. This is a very special episode that I'm so excited to share with you. And I wanted to give you a sneak peek today inside of my online course, Meltdown Manual. It is a four-week online course where I work with parents to get to the root cause of their child's dysregulation. So dysregulation as in tantrums, hyperactivity, impulsivity, sensory meltdowns, anxiety, difficulty listening, etc. And together, I work with parents to come up with a self-regulation plan personalized for their child and to help them create a daily routine to help their child regulate throughout the day, to help bring more peace, happiness, and freedom to their child and family. And inside the course, I go over everything from how to improve sensory processing to how to do daily brain rewiring exercises to create lasting change to psychosocial development and just lots, lots more. If you've been with me for a while, then you know how passionate I am about this course and working on self-regulation with our kids because it affects pretty much every area of our lives. So helping our kids regulate and develop strong coping skills is truly one of the best gifts you can give your child. The reason I'm so passionate about this is that that over 10 years ago when I first got introduced to the field of occupational therapy, I was experiencing horrible anxiety and depression and sensory issues. Growing up, I was the pickiest eater ever, and that gave me so much anxiety along with a lot of other issues that I was experiencing. And that's why when I learned about OT and sensory processing, it all just made so much sense. Everything clicked, so I just dove in and tried to learn as much as I possibly could. And what I learned ended up changing my life. And now my goal is to spread that message and help as many people as I can. So thank you for listening to me rant really quick. But let's get started with today's episode, and that is all about how to stop meltdowns and help your kids emotionally regulate and how to teach your kids positive communication skills. And it's through a little thing that I like to call the peace plan. So if you haven't checked out my free ebook, also called Meltdown Manual 1.0, check the podcast notes for even more tips inside my ebook. And I'm sharing one component that I talk about in my ebook today, which is the four-step peace plan. So when it comes to our kids' regulation, one important thing to note before we dive in is that preparation is everything. It is so important to have a plan 
and I plan ahead of time. And yes, what I'm about to teach is four steps to do during a meltdown. But an important part of this is remembering that it is also really important to prepare your child how to use this plan and talk them through this plan so they feel included and also in control during the situations instead of merely just being told what to do when they're having a meltdown. So when I came up with this, I started off just using it during my sessions. And then later after seeing how well my kids were responding to it, I started sharing it with parents and teachers. And now in the schools that I work at, it's something that all my teachers are using every day throughout the day with my kids. And my kids have been doing amazing with it, have made a ton of progress. But for this to be successful, preparation, aka preparing and familiarizing your kids with the steps, and then practicing are two really important components. So I want to get real really quick. So Let's talk about the message that society is sending these days is that we all need to ignore our emotions and pretend like everything is perfect all the time, kind of like on social media. A lot of people only post the best, most perfect moments of their lives. And honestly, this was a problem even before social media. Pretty much for forever, we've been taught to suppress our emotions and just pack it all away. But you know what this is doing to our mental health and our kids is sending the message to our kids that they just need to make their negative emotions go away because they're bad and that how to get through meltdowns or difficult emotions is just by ignoring them. So their anger or sadness, they just need to suppress it all. So why do you think, why do kids think this? Because that's what most adults do. That's what my parents did. That's what my friends did. That's what most people do. Even though we've probably heard it before, and science even tells us that suppressing our emotions leads to physical stress on our body. It takes a toll on our body. It creates physical symptoms or mental fog. Um, But the message I'm so passionate about teaching my kids is that it is so important for us to actually process our emotions and view our anger or sadness or anxiety with love and acceptance. What our kids need is less judgment and to stop trying to just make our emotions go away. What happens when we ignore or invalidate our emotions and experiences Those emotions stay locked up inside of us until we choose to accept it and allow it to fully process. So instead, I teach my kids that every single one of us feels these difficult emotions and every emotion deserves to be felt and accepted, no matter how tough that emotion may be. I teach my kids that whatever emotion they're feeling to first feel that emotion and then love that emotion and then accept that emotion. So feel it, love it, accept it. And what this does is it teaches emotional awareness, but in a much more positive way, other than just simply, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling mad, or however they might be feeling. And so I pair this, the feel it, love it, accept it, and I pair this together with my four-step peace plan, which um, I use to just help teach positive communication. So the first step in the four-step peace plan is to wait. And during this time, when kids are feeling those difficult emotions, I talk them through and tell them we're just going to wait and we're just going to feel out the emotion for a little bit. And so let's say this emotion is anger. I teach my kids to feel that anger and then love that anger and be kind and forgiving and then accept that anger. 
And so it takes some time for kids to get the hang of it. But man, oh man, is it powerful once they do. So usually I'll set a timer for just a couple of minutes or however long, depending on the child, it just really depend on how long they'll need to kind of process through and feel that emotion. And also I'll let leave a visual card that says, feel it, love it, accept it, just to help remind them. And then Next up for step two is feeling. So then I'll ask them, so how are you feeling now? Just to help strengthen their emotional awareness so they can kind of learn to see, okay, I was feeling this way before, but now I'm feeling better and more calm now. And followed by next step three is want. So depending on the child and their age or whatnot, I might ask, so what do you want? to help teach them to communicate positively and use their words to express their needs. And for a lot of kids, I already know what, why they're upset. So I'll give them a couple options to help them feel in control. So I might say something like, do you want to finish your work for five minutes, then have a break? Or do you want to have a snack and then finish your work? And that's just an example. It could be anything at all. And so then the last step is ask. So I'll prompt them to ask, so what do you want? And once again, to teach and reinforce positive communication. And once they go, th- go through this a few times and get used to the process, what happens is that kids will learn that it is a lot easier doing this and going through this process rather than having a meltdown. And they will also just become a lot more comfortable with their emotions and feeling those emotions and realize that emotions aren't so bad and aren't so scary. Instead, they'll learn that there are things that they can do to help them feel better and that it's not going to last forever, and that they're in control of their emotions. So once again, the steps are wait, feeling, want, and then ask. And don't forget, the really important part is teaching kids that we need to process, not ignore our emotions, and feel through the emotions, feeling the emotion, loving the emotion, accepting the emotion, whatever it may be. So how do we teach our kids the peace plan? First, by writing everything out, making a little visual card with all the steps, like the feel it, love it, accept it, and also the wait, feeling, want, and then ask, because kids respond best to visuals, way more than verbal reminders or trying to tell them what to do. So, And then I also recommend visual timers, too, for the waiting part. Um, But more importantly, how to make this successful is modeling it for them because we all get annoyed, mad, frustrated, anxious. I know I'd sure do. So teaching them that this is a process for everyone. We all go through this. And because I did get this idea from a model that was actually made for adults called the Nonviolent Communication Plan. You can look it up. It's been around for years, decades. So I would absolutely love to hear how this goes for you when you introduce it and start using it with your child. DM me on my Instagram, Be Free Therapy. And if you don't follow me yet, you definitely should. I post lots of tips and therapy activities. I just pretty much share everything on there. So it's Be Free Therapy and DM me how it goes or if you have any questions. Also, I would so, so, so appreciate if you could rate and review my podcast, Parents Go to OT. It would mean the world to me. So thank you so much for being here. And if you haven't checked out my online course, Meltdown Manual 3.0, enrollment for my next round opens in two weeks. So February 22nd, so on 222, and you can actually go ahead and apply on my website or find more information on my website, BeFreeOT.com. The link's in the show notes. So I hope you have a beautiful day, and I'll see you soon on Parents Go To OT.